0: Alright people, alright, what is going on Episode 251 of the First and Frame Rate Show I am VF Baller And I got two topics on deck once again It's going to go be circling around My Georgia Southern Eagles And my Atlanta Falcons It, it, it kind of seems like this is what is you know has taken shape and and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I know at one point this was more of a gaming uh sports gaming podcast, but I moved most of that over to the VF cast. Um if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can check out the link in the description to get to that channel where I talk about mostly gaming stuff, but nevertheless, let's get into this. Today I got two topics. Like I said, um first of all, I'm not, I'm trying to find out why is everyone on not going gonna say everyone but there's a handful of people that's from california or fans of southern cal hating on our coach coach clay helton we're going to talk about that and um talk about the atlanta falcons playoff picture is it realistic for them to make the playoffs Um, i'm not really um i'm not totally against that at this point to be honest with you looking at the scheme of things like they could make the playoffs we're going to talk about both of those so i'm not going to keep you guys i try to keep these around the between the 20 and 30 minute mark try so you can get on about your day don't want to hold you up listening to me all day i mean i i love to talk but and i thank everybody who likes to listen and take the time to listen you guys are much appreciated but i just don't want to bore you over with my voice because i could talk for forever if you let me so um let's get into this uh if this is your first time here, I really appreciate it. Thank you for your, uh, you know, your time and patience to listen. I hope you guys enjoy. And if you are a returning member, thank you very, very much. Um, not only over here on the YouTube side, uh, if you're listening over there, um, the guys that are on anchor, um, uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, you know, and, and all the other podcasts, uh, on under that umbrella that you can go listen to the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. um, I always try to make it a variety and want to make sure you guys get the content as easy as possible. So um, I really, really, uh, you know, try my best and I hope you guys enjoy all right, before I get into any of the of the topics, one more thing I want to talk about. If you guys are interested in extra content that I do, um, I do have a Patreon as well. You can check that out. Link is in the description on YouTube. I will probably have it in the link on the podcast side as well. Um, just go to Patreon dot com. First and frame rates. So I should pop right on up. And I do extra content, daily content over there, exclusive content over there. And I also have an extra episode of the podcast as well. So if you want to check out the extra episode I do on Sundays, you could check that out. All right, enough of all of that because, I mean, that, that, I just did a lot of rambling, whatever the case may be. I want to find out. Let's talk about why these guys over there at USC Got some fans always coming into my comment section. And, and I love the fact that you guys are coming over. I don't have a problem with it. And I don't have no ill will to you guys. But I want to know why you guys are hating on our new coach, Clay Helton. Because I'm going to tell you right now, we are excited over at Georgia Southern. You guys may not. And I know kind of the obvious answer. We're going to get into that. But um, I want to know why you hate this guy. Every other day or so, I go back to one of my old videos or, I, or whatever the case may be. I look at a comment that pops up saying, you know, Coach Clay Helton's a loser. He's going to run our program into the ground or whatever the case may be. Um, he's the worst coach ever. You know, uh, it's all this other stuff. So, one thing I will say I sat here ever since I knew that he was coming to you to, to Georgia Southern. I looked at his record at USC and I can understand to an extent while some people may feel that he is what that they call him a loser, but I'm looking at the stats. You guys, don't get me wrong. USC has high standards. And I think this is where it all comes about. You guys have high standards. I get it. And I'm not against having high standards for your your program. We have high standards over here. Ours is a little bit tempered because we know we're a group of five conference. And we're in a group of five conference. You guys are in a power five. You guys are in the Pac-12. I get it. I'm looking at what he's done over here. And um, his first game as a head coach um in 2013 he ended up winning las vegas bowl okay then in 2015 he goes five and four five and two in the conference lose the holiday bowl i get it that's not usc standards 2016 he went 10 and three wins the rose bowl second in the south not a bad not necessarily a bad year 2017 11 and three eight and one in the conference lose the cotton bowl now I can understand why that's a d- disappointment. You win the Pac-12, you still lose the Cotton Bowl. And I understand, like, with 2016, well, that that's not good enough. That's USC football, we win championships over here. Okay, I get it. You guys want to win championships. You want to win national titles. Newsflash, I, I, no, I'm going to get into that when I'm done. 2018 went 5-7, and 4-5. First year, they went upside down, and third in the South. I I cannot defend that. I totally understand. USC went 8 and 5 in 2019, 7 and 2 in the conference, second in the South, lose the holiday bowl. 5 and 1 in a COVID, throughout the COVID year, 5 and 0 in the conference, then turn back around. And after losing the game against Stanford, they went 1 and 1. They let him go in the middle of the season. Overall, his record is 46 and 24. In the conference went 36 and 13. I get it. When I really, really think about the scheme of things, you guys are have very high standards for your, your, your conference. I mean, for your team. I get it. But when it comes to us. This is, this, for the most part, for us, this is a, 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 a big upgrade for us. And don't get me wrong, we have had success in a group of five. You won. Matter of fact, we've won more bowl games than you guys within this time span. You know, Georgia Southern has won, like, three bowl games since 2013, 2014. So, um, we, we've had more success than you guys in, in that category. But to us, when we look at everything and what the, the way that, um, Georgia, not Georgia, but college football has evolved. This is an upgrade for us. This is something that is needed because the offense that we ran, and I don't want to get into this too far, but the offense that we ran was pretty much based on the talent that we had pushing through to get where we got to, get to where we were going to win those games. It wasn't necessarily because it was great play calling great execution there were times that the plays were executed well but these this is that, that was not winning football in my opinion not not this type of offense that we was running was not necessarily 100 well i'll say 80 percent winning football shout out to the athletes we had we've done a phenomenal job with what the hands that we were dealt with on the field now with clay Helton coming in I want you to get off this guy's back. You guys got Lincoln Riley now. You guys are good. You guys are set. You don't need to be worried about us at this point. To be quite honest, and I hate to say it that way, but it's the truth. You guys don't need to be worried about us. We're we, you know we're 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 good money. You know you guys and you guys are good money. You got Lincoln Riley, one of the youngest coaches, one of the big offensive minds in the game. And y'all are primed to like really take over the Pac-12. You got Oregon to worry about, but I, mean, I think you guys will be fine. And you have some people that, that still jumps on, you know, come to my comments, which I, I don't have a problem with. I love it. Thank you guys for coming to the comment section. But you guys come over here and you be berating our coach. Leave our coach alone at this point. He's gone. We are primed to do big things. And, I'm all I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. I love his recruiting. I love what he's been doing. He's been saying the right things. And I know he's like, oh, he said the right things with us, too. But listen, before he even was the head coach over here at USC, he for three years, uh, for three years, he was uh, hired to be quarter quarterbacks coach under Lane Kiffin. I mean, you're not going to blame all the stuff on him you know, I mean, th- this is stuff I don't understand, it's like, he was promoted off as a coordinator, or, or Ed Orgeron resigned, and, um, then hired Steve, Steve Sarkeesian, I don't think Coach Helton is too much of your problem, because you guys was been falling, you all You guys been falling back for a while now, your glory days was when y'all faced Vince Young back in 06, you know, the Reggie Bush era, so, from 2005, 2006, up until 2013, I mean, that was the fall off right there. Everything here is just, you know, you were just guys was just trying to make it back up to somewhere that was respectable. Now, with Helton gone, you guys bringing in uh, uh Lincoln Raleigh, I'm almost certain you guys will be back up there. Maybe top five. I don't I, you know, I, I I wouldn't doubt it because moving a coach from Oklahoma to USC where a guy was already pulling guys from the California area. He's going to be able to get more guys in there. Like I think somebody said that he may be able to get maybe like 75% of the talent. In I mean, that's insane. The 75% of the best talent. That's insane. So you you should be fine. Don't worry about us. Coach Helton, on the other hand, is making moves down here in South Georgia. And I think this is going to be really, really exciting for georgia southern i don't think there's going to be a situation where he's going to be as bad as y'all say he is i mean i'm looking at the last three four years i don't think he did anything you know wrong with with, with usc from 2017 to 2021 i don't see nothing i mean the 2018 season you got me i i, I can't defend the 2018 season but if he went eight and five in the Pac-12. That's almost equivalent to having ten wins in the Sun Belt, and I'm not saying that just to be funny. But it's just the level of talent. Even though the Sun Belt is a tough conference, eight wins is is ten wins. I believe he can make it ten wins in the Sun Belt because I he just this is for us, for us, for Georgia Southern. This is great for us. This is not the same situation for y'all. You guys are punching down to a lesser conference because you were mad because USC hasn't been prominent for 15 years. That That's not our problem. So with that being said, I, I would like for you guys to continue to have the conversation with us. You know, if you have something real, you know, uh, uh, no, something really nice, not even say nothing nice, but something thoughtful to say instead of just saying he sucks. I mean, okay, all right. I mean, what else is new? To us, he's, he's the best thing smoking right now. And he's going to continue to be that way until he proves otherwise. If he proves otherwise and he's going to end up being upside down in his win-loss column and it doesn't work out for us, okay, that's the chance we took. But I don't knock R. A. D. for doing what he does, doing what he's doing right now, trying to get somebody from the Power Five conference come down to the Group of Five to make us prominent, to us to be one of the top Group of Five schools in the country. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that at all. I think it's a power move. I think it's a great move. And at the end of the day, we're gonna roll the dice. See how this plays out. I feel that we're in a prime position to do something great. And um. I'm sorry for you guys, it didn't work out for you guys, but that's just the way it is. And he loves being here. You know, he's back home. He's going to be more motivated to do better and be better, recruit better, bring guys here to be better. And his recruiting right now is looking phenomenal right now for us. It's looking really good for us. I mean, he had over 160 guys here for the BYU game. That's insane. And he's still trying to pull guys from the transfer portal. He's still pulling guys when he goes through South Georgia talking to kids, going up to North Carolina, going to Savannah, doing press conference, going to Atlanta, talking to the high schools in the Atlanta area. I mean, for us, this is great. This is great. It, 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 it may not be great for you, but it's great for us. And it should be great for you because you got Lincoln Riley. You know what? Y'all have a great season. I'll just leave it at that great season have a great season over there in pack 12 i'll be low-key rooting for y'all and that's gonna pretty much be my rant for the you know the guys who why y'all hating on coach clay helton usc fans y'all guys got a great coach over there work on that and we love we love what we have here we we got something special we're going to keep pushing it so uh good luck to you guys all right the next topic we're going to have and um We're going to talk about these Atlanta Falcons. Playoff picture is in full effect right now for the NFC. Right now is only right now we're in number nine, the number nine spot, but we have to be at least in the top seven. Right now, Washington holds that spot. Washington has a tiebreaker over us. If we was able to meet them, um, neck to neck, if it comes to a tie and, um, we're going to have to do something. One team we do play, we do play the San Francisco 49ers later on this uh, year. And the last, well, the last, there were five of our six games. The last, the five or six are against NFC teams. So it's going to be really significant for us to win those games. Um, good thing we already beat the Saints one time. We think we could do again. again. Um, we can beat the Panthers because um, I said Ed McCaffrey. I'm thinking of his dad. Christian McCaffrey is out. We should be able to beat them. Sam Donald's out. We should be able to beat them. Um, the 49ers, that's going to be a tough game. The Bills, it's going to be a real tough game. The Buccaneers, man, I don't even know what we're going to do against them. They do have a weak spot. We we had them, we had their number when we played against them earlier this year, but I'm not really sure. The Falcons are all over the place. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I don't know what team to expect. We beat the Jaguars. The last two games prior to that was abysmal. Even the the Saints game we did come back and win that one. Eh, you know what I mean? So Buccaneers come to Atlanta, we have a shot to win this game. I think we have a legitimate shot because the Buccaneers can be had. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I'm not really sure. I'm i I'm I'm, I'm I'm on the doubting side of that. That's going to suck for us running going into the playoffs because I would like for Washington to lose that game as well. We're going to be need to be watching Washington. San Francisco and Minnesota. And uh I will talk about that, those teams at a later date when it comes to the playoff picture. And um we also still have to worry about New Orleans and Philadelphia. And, you know, Carolina is a uh, 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 divisional rival, so we have to watch them too. So we're in the middle of the sixth and seventh seed, so we have to really be careful about what we do. The Panthers look like it's a winnable game. 49ers, I'm not really sure about that game right now. I haven't watched much of the 49ers, but... um. We tend to play really good against them in San Francisco or wherever they play. I think they play somewhere in the Bay Area, not necessarily San Francisco. But we we tend to have a pretty good, uh, you know, we have pretty good uh, games against them there. I mean, I remember the Roddy White game way back in the day. The game last year when everything was abysmal, we ended up winning that game against them. I think it was last year, but we ended up winning that game. The Lions. I mean, come on now. We can't lose to the Lions, you know. And and the Buffalo Bills don't want to lose that game, even though it is an AFC opponent. I still don't want to lose that game. I would not be surprised if we did. The Bills are just. Um, I'm not going to say they're on fire. I'm not going to say they're well because they have up and downs too. But the Bills do have um, a better team. Saints have Falcons at the end of the game. Uh, end of the year, January ninth. Oh man, I'm not going to lie to you. I doubt if I'll be able to, but that would be a game I would love to go to. I would love to go to that game. Um I might have to look into that. That's going to be pretty cool. Matter of fact, uh, I'm sorry, I have to work on December 12th. I don't know. I might even go to the December 12th because I, I don't live too far from Charlotte. So I may have to try to go to that game as well. I might try to go to that game too. I have to talk, make some talk. Somebody make something happen. But I'm, I'm going off on a tangent. I'm sorry. But, um, these are very winnable games for the Falcons. The Falcons, even though the Falcons are up and down team, they're not necessarily a horrible team. They're a bad team, but they're not a horrible team. Now I know the Cowboys in the Patriots game say it's otherwise, but I don't think they're a horrible team. Um, if we get all our ducks in a row and get our our players back, I think we should be okay. So um, I'm looking at this from a standpoint to where um, if Cordell Patterson may, I, I'm not even sure about Calvin Ridley. I don't think Calvin Ridley coming back, everybody. I just don't think. I, I, I'll be highly surprised. But um, if he comes back and he wants to play with that fire that he has and, and the discipline that he has, you know, we have a really good chance because this team is gelling together pretty well for the most part. And I think we could go on a run where well, we can win, you know, four of the next six games. You know, that would be really good if we can go we can win the four of the next six. That will leave us at what, uh, nine and eight? Right where I said we was gonna be at the beginning. I said we could be a nine and eight team. Maybe we'll be an eight and nine team. Any look, anywhere between anywhere around that at this point is great because we won five games this year. And last year we went four and twelve. So even with the depleted team, basically the same team from last year, for the for, for, in some cases, under a new coach, we've succeeded past what we was going to do, and 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 to and it, to a degree that is a success. So um I'm really excited about how that's going to play out. I'll, I can't wait to see how things go starting um this Sunday, December fifth. We play against the uh, Buccaneers, going to watch that game, going to be watching the rest of the season six games, going to be crunch time. We still got, we're in the middle of the pack, Where it is two teams above us, two, well, yeah, two teams above us, two teams under us, possibly three teams, When we're all just fighting for that number seven spot, we're right there in the mix, and, and, and really, I'll be honest, you I can't really ask more than that out of the Falcons. I think the Falcons have done a great job, um, weathering the storm. That's basically what we've been doing. Weathering the storm to get ourselves together as far as, um, becoming a prominent football team. I don't think you can more ask more than that because, I mean, I know things that, you know, we don't, we didn't you know really what to expect this year. So, um, to be five and six is kind of surprising. Um, I know somebody said that we wasn't going to win one game at all, but, It's another story for another day. So, um, shout out to Coach Arthur Smith. Um, Pretty decent job this year. I I, got to give it to him. The guys are sticking together through injuries, mental health. You know, um, trying to gel together for the first year and be a game below five hundred. You know, possibly being at five hundred at the end of the week. You know, it's pretty cool. You know, so uh, hopefully we'll see how that goes. Um, So the playoff picture is is still wide open. um, Believe it or not. And uh, we'll see how that uh, plays out. Thank you guys for wa- listening or watching if you're on YouTube. This uh, first and frame race episode. Uh, this is episode 251 if you like this content hit the like button if you're on youtube if you're on the podcast side give this a four to five star rating preferably five if you really want to know more about this content go to the youtube channel which is uh first in frame rates uh i pop right on up you can go right there and um check out all the daily content i have i do videos pretty much every day talking about atlanta falcons georgia southern football and if you want the extra content you can go to my Patreon over there. I talk about extra things when it comes to not only the NFL, NBA, MLB. I do daily many episodes over there. Also, I do an extra episode every Sunday. So hopefully you guys enjoy this uh the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I really, really appreciate it if you made it this far. Thank you so much. And I will see you guys on the next one. You guys be blessed. Take it easy and peace.